You're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. So, Stephen Erdman, we were talking about 50 years ago about something I forget. Do you remember the conversation? Well, uh, we had a lot of activity going on back then. I don't know if you remember, Gene. We had the UFO flap in Piedmont, Missouri. It was investigated by the UFO study group in Greater St. Louis back then. And then they had a mutilation flap a little bit north uh, in Ellsbury in Foley, Missouri. And the study group went up there and investigated why the cows were being mutilated. And we did some sky watches, uh, actually seen some strange things going on up there. But that was back in 1973, about the time he came to visit me in St. Louis. And uh, I don't know if any of that, uh, uh, you know, brings back some memories, you know, it does for me. I remember it as well as it was yesterday. You know, I I can remember things that uh, with crystal clarity, you know, even if it's 50 years ago, you know, maybe like they, maybe we can go into some of those things. You remember the Piedmont uh, UFO flap, don't you? Sure do, but you are closer to it there. Perhaps you can explain it to our listeners. Well, uh, I wrote an article on it uh, for uh, Probe the Unknown. In fact, I wrote several articles for him. One was on the UFO uh, flap down there called Distortion Factor, how a lot of the events down there were distorted. And they had a number of sightings down there. It uh, got on the radio and TV. And uh, then they had the uh, Harley Rutledge, uh, the physicist uh, from the college, Cape Girardeau College down there, that uh, actually took a team of students out there with equipment, electronic equipment. And they even had an airplane flying over the area. And they recorded just pure science. They recorded a lot of unusual activity in the Ozark area down there near Cape Girardeau and the Piedmont area. And he, he wrote a book called Project Identified. And, uh, it, it, you know, it, it was a, uh, a very interesting book. It kind of, uh, kind of verified there was strange phenomena going on and he did he wrote it as a scientist not as a, a believer or, a, or as a skeptic just as a pure science scientist but uh, surely you remember some of the hubbub back in 73 uh some of the uh, uh news news items and things that came out in uh, uh and, of course, it continued with the mutilations up a little bit north of us in Ellsbury. <clears throat> and we went up there and looked at the cows and and uh, got to know the neighbors up there. And then we started doing sky watches and saw a lot of strange things. Uh, not a lot, but enough to to uh, uh, kind of connect us with John Keel's uh, concepts of uh, uh, reality and what's going on. Jacques Vallée, too. Sure. Yeah, right. So this was like a flap that was back in in, in the early, mid-70s, like around 1973, right. in Missouri, right? Which is where you live. And yeah. have you, now, have you lived in Missouri all your life then? All my life. All wow. my life. Not much of a mover. Well, you know, I don't know what, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people have a uh, uh, Amicable uh, divorce, but mine was uh, very contested, and 
And uh, of course, I had two children. And once uh, the you become a slave of the court, once they get their teeth into you, they don't let go. Uh, I think uh, since I had my divorce, which was fairly, it opened my eyes. It, it, it uh, showed me the reality of uh, the establishment and lawyers and things like that. And uh, uh, then with each child, I had a modification. I think, and then even after everything was said and done, I had my final modification in the 80s. Jefferson City sends me a letter saying, you're behind in child support. Of course, I wasn't. And I mean, every modification, they, they solidify that when you go with interrogatories and everything, and then you get the official approval of the judge, you know, okay, you're out of here. That takes but, up a lot of time, too, doesn't it, to, to, to deal with all that for, you know, well, things you, you'd rather do. But during this time, you were also still uh, part of a UFO interest group, weren't you? Were you, were you a in- UFO study group of Greater St. Louis? Yeah, up to a point until they disbanded, more or less. Uh, I was going to say, make a point there after even all the Chubb modifications uh, with my uh, daughter. She was the last one. Then um, a year or so later, they send you a letter saying you're behind in child support. And I was like, no, no way. It's all water under the bridge. Well, no, we say you are. And I had to go get a lawyer. We had to have a judge give us a hearing. He had to officially say, no, you are clean now. No, and then I, I send that to Jefferson City and they say, we don't recognize that. You learn in different stages in your life. And, of course, I couldn't quit my job at the time. I was a boilermaker. And, of course, that's a good-paying industry, but I I hated it. And uh, I tried to continue writing through that period. But I was very depressed. Uh, You get, uh, uh, like, a a form of PTSD. You know, you start battling these things. And uh, I got familiar with different divorce uh, men's rights groups, and they, it's a sad story there, too. But it opened my eyes to the legal cabal. Did they try to hold any of your interest in the paranormal against you, <laughs> just out of curiosity? Yeah, yeah. in the original divorce, uh, they bring out every little thing they can find. It's kind of like the Mueller investigation going on now. Uh, you know, <laughs> They bring out little things that uh, you wouldn't think consequential. And uh, I think uh, my wife's lawyer said, now you belong to this organization on flying saucers? <laughs> of course, the answer is yes. Uh-huh. It says, and what you know, and then they they try to make it look like it's like uh, you're uh, tinfoil hat wearing, yeah, yeah weird uh, a devil in disguise, whatever. Any they use anything against you in a contested divorce. And of course, once they got their grip into you, they keep they keep clawing at you. But it's just one aspect of the overall legal cabal that we're living under. I mean, lawyers control everything, everything you do. They're error-free. I mean, they can do no wrong. I mean, not many of them get disbarred. You can file a complaint, and uh, if you got them over a barrel, then they get disbarred. But usually there's not many disbarments. Uh, complaints are kind of uh, shuffled away, and no more is said. Well, this I, is a long time ago now, so your kids must be all grown up, and you probably you probably a grandparent by now. I am. I'm a and grandfather, but I don't get to see my granddaughter. Stephen, I know the divorce is very frustrating, but I'd rather stay away from the specifics. We all have family issues. For example, Jim Mosley was fighting with his ex-wife after a two-year marriage for the next 40 or 50 years. So it's well, not fun and it's not it up, pleasant. Uh, 
Gene, the only reason I brought it up at all, because it was eye-opening to the legal uh, aspect. And, of course, we see it in full bloom now on the news every night with uh, uh, Mueller and uh, uh, different shenanigans going on in Washington and uh, uh, some of the bloodthirsty uh, gang fights, uh, political gang fights going on. And it's real. It's been real all my life. Uh, uh, aspect, you have you have the same syndromes going on. Uh, you remember the uh, silence groups? Uh, silence group uh, came out with Bender and things. But uh, it's real. There's a deep state. Uh, there's no doubt a deep state. And it's uh, very real. Eisenhower saw it early. He, he, he said, you know, he kind of wanted to wash his hands of it, but warn us at the same time. And he, he told us about the military industrial complex. And then later it, 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 it became much uh, stronger, much bigger, much more global. Uh, corporatism is uh, one aspect of it. Well, getting back to this Piedmont case. Uh, Before we get back to the Piedmont case, we've got to do our break. Steve Erdman, an old friend. I've known him for over 50 years. We only met, I think, 46 years ago when Geneva and I drove from Pennsylvania to St. Louis. What a trip. More to come with Gene and Randall. You're in the Paracast. <laughs> We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. It's been said, any society is only three missed meals away from chaos. Those times may be near. Think about it. Our country faces multiple terrorist threats and aggressions from Russia and North Korea. Social unrest and violent marches yet again may lead to looting of stores and city shutdowns. And our crumbling infrastructure leaves our power grid vulnerable to long-term outages from a single cyber attack. When the chaos from any one of these threats arises, the government knows it can't provide during a widespread national emergency. That's why you need your own plan for self-reliance. That's where My Patriot Supply comes in. Get a four-week survival food supply for only $99. That includes breakfast, lunches, and dinners. Order online at preparewithgcn.com. $99 for four weeks of survival food that tastes like homemade cooking and lasts up to 25 years from My Patriot Supply. Get your kits today at preparewithgcn.com. Free shipping is included. Preparewithgcn.com. 
Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Now, there is Reveal. Beverly Hills celebrity dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman took nearly a decade to develop Reveal from natural botanicals to return to a full-body head of hair. Reveal for men and women with a 30-day money-back guarantee at GCNLife.com or toll-free 844-443-6637. 844-443-6637. Reveal at GCNLife.com. Hey everyone, Proactive MD has an incredible offer for our radio listeners only. Stay tuned for our exclusive offer that includes a free charcoal pore cleansing brush and free shipping. Proactive MD with prescription strength adapalene can heal and prevent future breakouts. Today, for just $19.95, we're offering listeners the three-piece Proactive MD system with free shipping, plus a free gift, the new charcoal pore cleansing brush. Get this exclusive offer by calling now, 1-800-583-8662, or go to Proactive.com and enter promo code radio you heard right proactive md plus free shipping and a free gift the new charcoal pore cleansing brush you'll get all this for just $19.95 and their 60-day money-back guarantee you're guaranteed to get clear and stay clear or you get your money back call now 1-800-583-8662 that's 1-800-583-8662 or go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio again go to proactive.com and enter promo code radio do you feel like many of us, all the distractions in the world taking our minds and focus off what really needs to get done day to day? Well, Jeunesse has a dietary supplement called Mind to help with mental distraction and it supports memory function. Go to GCNLife.com now to check it out. You're only at your best when your mind is at its best. Go to GCNLife.com or call toll free 844-443-6637. That's GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. We have Stephen Erdman, an old friend. I've known him for more than 50 years. We haven't actually talked in several decades, we did meet him back in 1973 when Geneva and I drove from Coatesville, Pennsylvania to St. Louis. What a trip that was. We're talking here about some UFO and cattle mutilation events back in 1973 about the Piedmont case. Randall, why don't you ask that question now? Right. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that Piedmont case there, Stephen? Well, I, I mentioned Dr. Harley Rutledge. Uh, he was a physicist from the university down there, and he set up an investigation that was purely scientific. He had no bones to pick. Uh, he went into it as a scientist. He had some students with uh, he took as team members, and they had equipment, uh, different uh, equipment they set out in the field. And he did see, he did record, and it's written in his book, Project Identification. And it tells uh, different episodes ahead down there and how they uh, saw objects uh, from an airplane. They even had an airplane. And one of the things he brought out was kind of Keel-S, John Keel. And even uh, Jacques Vallée kind of gets into this, that uh, a lot of these UFOs seem camouflaged. They saw one that appeared as a bunch of lights. And as they flew towards it in the airplane, it would look, it took on the shape of an airplane. 
but the landing lights on it, the body lights on it, were not the usual configuration. It's like something materialized there, as if to fool them or try to camouflage itself. Uh, they saw other kind of UFOs, uh, uh, little orbs that would fly out of the hillside and just circle around. You almost have to read the book. To this date, I don't think anybody really uh, has disputed his findings, except that the real critical skeptics would. But uh, people that just would read the book, a normal person would read it, would find it very believable. Uh, we saw a lot of things like that, too, around that time up in the uh, Ellsbury Foley area. We went up there with some Skywatch teams. Originally, it was to see the mutilated cows. Then we continued to go up there and Skywatch. We even, uh, I remember we went, I don't know, if you, do you know Barbara Becker? Does it ring a bell? It does not, know. no. She has a MUFON uh, association. We went up there before that. Uh, she was just a member of the study group. And we parked up on this one farmer's field. In fact, he had one of the uh, mutilated cows on his property. And you know how clear the sky is when there's, you're out of the city and you can see every star. I mean, it's just crystal clear. Uh, they had some microwave towers. Uh, situated around in the hills not too uh, i think there was one not very far from that farmer's uh, property and we were sitting up there and greg had his uh, motion picture camera and he was we were taking things that looked strange uh, they actually pretty much turned out to be airplanes but they seemed to well later when we developed the film they seemed to do these gyrations that dr uh, rutledge said was uh, magnetic fluxes uh, on the trail of the UFO, but he used other equipment. Uh, but anyway, at the time, we were uh, photographing things that we thought were unusual. And then at one point, we saw these orange objects come up. And I don't know if it, uh, uh, later on, Barbara put a, a, a website out that told about this, but uh, they seemed to be a little bit different. And each, body's, each person's observation was a little different. I saw the objects, and uh, but when I saw them, I, they were circling around the microwave tower. And I said, hey, guys, is this unusual <laughs> You know, to see objects do this? In her account, it doesn't record that. It does record seeing the orange objects so coming up over the horizon. So anyway, they said, yeah, it's unusual. Yeah, so, you know, and I don't think Greg even uh, videotaped that because it didn't last that long around that uh, microwave tower. So uh, we looked around and looked to the north and I said, oh, there's that bright object up there. That must be the North Star. You know, yeah, that's the North Star. So we're we're standing there looking and about an almost an hour later the north star moved i said hey guys the north star is moving it's moving towards the river you know if it had been an airplane headlight or uh oncoming light for almost an hour it would not stay steady like that you'd see some fluctuation from an oncoming airplane's headlight anyway the light began to move along behind a tree line i said it's moving over towards the river then I said, no, no, it's coming this way. And it came towards us. I said, it, I said, Greg, get here, take a, uh, you know, take, uh, some video of this. He says, I can't. I'm out of film. So here this thing comes up. It crests about uh, 80 degrees above us, kind of showing it, all of a sudden showing its side. 
and it looked like a fuselage, like it had been an airplane. You see, you saw window lights. Uh, I don't recall seeing any wings. And then it just kind of curved around and went towards St. Louis. How far away do you think it was from you guys? Well, you know, see, it was up in the sky. But it looked by the size of the fuselage, I'd say about maybe 600 feet. That's just guessing. And uh, Barbara wrote in her website on the, that incident, she heard no sound. It was fairly silent, but as it went towards St. Louis, I heard like a very low jet sound, like a jet whistle sound. I, it didn't seem like a normal airplane. I mean, it, uh, a normal airplane doesn't stay stationary for a long time. And then when it does, it doesn't, it came over us just to, for us to see it, I guess. I don't know what else to say. But uh, it seemed very Keyless-esque, you know. It, Interesting. It, it, it didn't seem like a normal airplane. So that was uh, uh, some of the incidents that we were involved in in Missouri. A lot of I wrote an article uh, called "The Distortion Factor for Probe the Unknown," but it was mainly based on the accounts of others and some of the sightings down there and what people saw and thought they saw. And uh, of course, they uncovered some hoaxes too. There was one lady that uh, photographed uh, a light in her backyard. Her light was giving off uh, a lens flare in a camera and she thought that was a UFO but uh, Leo Wiklinski our uh, photograph expert said no he proved it pretty much it was a lens flare and uh, there were some reg bone and the, the the bunch of uh, basketball uh, players that were that seen their, one of the original uh, UFOs that seemed to be pretty interesting it seemed to match so many other cases of a scintillating blue green and orange lights around the parameter. And uh, that's really what kicked off the Piedmont uh, uh, flap. And, of course, uh, Harley Rutledge got involved. And in, uh, uh, to this day, I don't think anybody has really uh, disproved anything he said in Project Identification. Well, I know in uh, Project Blue Book, if they got a report and it was, it seemed like it kind of looked, sort of like an airplane they just said well it probably was an airplane and that's how they would catalog it steve erdman joins us first time on the powercast someone i've known for many years we're catching up with some fascinating news from the early days with gene and randall you're in the paracast for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Are you afraid to go to the mailbox because of letter after letter from the IRS? Are they stacking on more and more penalties and interest? By now, you know the problem won't go away on its own. Don't let the IRS chase you to your grave with penalties and interest and liens and levies. You need real help now. I'm Dan Pilla. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I helped thousands of people solve tax problems they thought couldn't be solved. I can help you too. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. 
The United States of Empire is a book that claims the United States is the empire of the world. George Washington had warned us against foreign wars. The United States of Empire shows that World Wars I and II left England broken. Its former colony, the U.S., had to save the empire. Was there ever a vote? Who do we fight for? The deep state began with World War I. The United States of Empire by James Dunn. Available at Amazon Books. USA Radio News with Wendy King. President Trump and First Lady Melania flew to southeast Alabama to see the damage done last weekend by the deadly tornado. 23 people died in the twister. WGCL-TV's Brittany Ebney reports. Shora Jones is the woman who lost 10 family members in that tornado. She spent several minutes in a private meeting with the president and the first lady. You asked me what happened and how many people did I lost. And he said, oh, I feel sorry for you. That's feel sorry. You have my sympathy. Yeah, him and his wife. Yeah, so everybody, he was hugging their necks and everything. He said it was, it just hurt him to his heart. A lot of the folks that I've spent time with say it really means a lot that the president came for this visit. Today marks the official beginning of daylight saving time. Don't forget to set your clocks ahead one hour. This is USA Radio News. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. 800-610-5739. That's 800-610-5739. Have you checked your Google search results lately? Search results are usually the first impression that people form of you or your business. So make sure that they create a positive impression with Reputation Defender. What the Internet says about you can have a big impact on your life and your livelihood, even if it's not true. Fortunately, you can now control how you look online and in online search results with Reputation Defender. Call 800-831-0771 now. That's 800-831-0771 for your free reputation analysis. If you have negative material from an ex-employee, upset patient, or former client, newspaper, article, legal issue, social media, or other source showing up in your search results, you can combat it with Reputation Defender. Our dedicated experts in patented technology can help make your online search results look their best. Call 800-831-0771 to learn more. 800-831-0771. That's 800-831-0771. This is Jacques Vallée. You're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Back in the Paracast, Steve Erdman joining us. 
Randall bringing up a lot of interesting points. He hasn't heard this stuff before, so to him, it's original. Uh, Randall, you're not a you're not a ufologist, then you don't follow. Well, it? the thing is, is I probably read through this stuff, but what I tend to do is I tend to be more of an analyst. So I'll I'll read through it and I'll find it very interesting at the time, and then I'll file it away on my library with my other thousand literally titles that are there and then it it just kind of goes out of my mind until somebody else brings it up and then i'm reminding about what it is that we're talking about yeah i i believe when we talked earlier i mentioned david muller his uh arc hit quite a bit of archive material i mean everything you could think of from april bulletins and nightcap bulletins uh over uh 500 books and uh, he uh has gotten a, a university of, uh, I believe it's a UNM, uh, to accept his archives. Now it's an official archive of the university. Well, that's and, fabulous. Yeah, and you can just type in David Mahler on the on Google, or maybe David Mahler uh, archive. You know, and it'll bring up a lot of this. And uh, he was here to see us uh, recently in St. Louis. Uh, uh, one of the things he discovered. He somebody had dumped. See, I, I don't have all the because uh, uh, they're just recent for me. Uh, information he gave somebody from Project Blue Book had dumped a lot of Project Blue Book's uh, uh, files in a in a uh, dumpster, and somebody else tre- retrieved them and got them to David Mahler and said, "Would you be interested in this?" He said, "Certainly." I, I don't remember. I you know I didn't take good notes when we met him, so I don't know the. Uh, the uh, rank and uh, name of the uh, person, although he told us, he says, I said, well, what did, what, what was in the files? He said, there's no smoking gun. It's just your normal UFO reports, you know, different, uh, you know, nothing uh, sensational, no uh, fourth kind or anything like that. But he said the, the fact that this guy who had, when they closed down Project Blue Book, had uh, forethought to take these files home. And apparently, it just was taking up space for him, so he dumped them. But luckily, it ended up with David Muller. One of the other things that David Muller found when going through a lot of stuff was my correspondence with uh, Dr. Leanne Davidson, the physicist that at one time believed the CIA was behind a lot of UFO uh, cases, manufacturing UFO cases. And I had corresponded with him back in the in the sixties, and he had both my letters and Doctor Davison's replies. But they what they had done, they had given those to a university. He got permission to take possession of them, and now he's got the files. Uh, so, are you familiar with Doctor Leah Davison, uh, Gene? Remember him? Oh, I met him several times. Okay, he used yeah. to hang out with Jim Mosley. He lived in uh, White Plains, I believe. He came out right. with a collection based on Project Blue Book Special Report number 14, I believe. He came out with oh, a yeah. book on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but his suspicion was that a lot of these sightings were psychological warfare or psychops. And uh, he even felt that maybe Adamski's sightings were... Uh, inventions by the cia and the dance kid the uh, person that he saw in the desert was actually a cia agent and i think he said the uh, he thought that tucker uh the one uh, one uh, 
I think it was a Colonel Tucker that uh, was the head of Project Blue Book at one point, was the uh, person that Dabansky saw. It was part of the hoaxing. That seemed a little far-fetched to me, but we knocked a few things around for uh, a few years in correspondence, and uh, Mahler sent that to me, and I have that here on on uh, in my computer on file. Well, did did he uh, get involved in any of that uh, Paul Benowitz stuff that was going on down there? Because there, there was quite a bit of that sort of thing going on with with that case as well. I don't know if Davidson did, but. I think that may even come later. Um, that came later after his death. I, I could be wrong. But uh, the Paul Benowitz thing was, uh, uh, there was, uh, seemed to be a government a government hoax too. But there was uh, Project uh, MJ-12 that was uh, introduced during that period as well. Steve, before we go on, MJ-12 is very highly disputed. And... You may accept it, but a lot of people don't. Kevin Randall doesn't. A lot of UFO researchers don't. And we kind of sort of can figure out where it began with William Moore, maybe Richard Doty. And I think we should leave that and set that aside for that reason. Also, I should mention that Leon Davidson was one of the people who helped convince Mosley early in those years that UFOs were strictly secret weapons from the U.S., there weren't any spaceships. He changed his opinion considerably. In fact, I heard the conversation where he did, where he felt that Davidson had misled him about something or other. Well, I don't know about that. But, uh, you know, I kind of I kind of uh, uh, feel there is some governmental psychops involved. And it could be very well that our government had, does have these inventions that, that progressed from uh, secret inventors over the years kind of was like a uh, alternate space program and to hide to hide that fact they they've come up with uh, our regular nasa you know with uh, fuel powered rockets and just to hide the fact that they have this other uh, alternate technology you know it's interesting. I mean, how are you going? There's no way to prove it without actually having one, you know, or, or being on the inside. It's just a bunch of gossip, but it seems logical that we're seeing something, something in the skies, and it seems to actually advance over the years. It it seems to get better and better and better. Where the one thing begins and the other ends, I don't know. You know, which is which is are are the camouflage UFOs, the the psychops UFOs, and invented pure invented stories, and where the actual air uh, spacecraft or aircraft uh, come in, I, I I couldn't say myself. You know, I wanted uh, to bring that up. Randall and I and others have talked about over the years the possibility that some of the early UFO cases were really test aircraft kind of like Jim Mosley once believed, and they are mixed into the early cases. And that makes it sometimes more difficult to separate the true from the test, if you know what I mean. Right. Yeah, but we know uh, we know the technology existed before 1947 because the Nazis were uh, playing around with it. In fact, they had uh, made uh, wedge-shaped uh, UFOs, Horton Brothers, uh, and they had other other things on the drawing board that were very interesting. Kenneth Arnold saw some uh, wedge 
shaped objects flying over Mount Rainier or near Mount Rainier. And the term, he said they were like skipping along, but he didn't describe them as disc shape. They were like wedge shape. Resemble a lot like the Horton brothers, their, uh, their aircraft they were experimenting with. So we wonder, there already had been early inventions, early uh, progressions of, of these crafts. You know, you know, just when when did the, the uh, back in uh, the airship uh, mystery back in the late uh, 1800s, uh, there were supposed to be inventors that uh, confessed in being involved in inventing those airships with a uh, at that time uh, hyper technology. And then later on, we had uh, uh, Tulsa. He more or less was talking about inventing a craft himself. That was uh, by an energy which he didn't disclose. He said he was just, he, it will be disclosed eventually. Eventually, we'll be back, like in a few minutes or so. More to come. Steve Erdman, Gene Steinberg, Jay, Randall Murphy, you're in. The Paracast. <laughs> for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. 
Homemakers. Groceries by mail ships free. Try our amazing bacon. It stores in your pantry. No refrigeration required. Our value-added packaging provides a 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Always price less than grocery for your everyday use. Savory and delicious. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. Childhood is full of wonder, and we get the chance to relive it with our grandchildren every day. But imagine missing special moments with a grandchild or seeing them through cloudy vision. The Foundation Fighting Blindness can help by providing valuable information about diagnosing and treating AMD. Age-related macular degeneration is the leading cause of vision loss in people 55 and older, but it doesn't have to be. The Foundation Fighting Blindness is driving research and saving sight by providing information about diagnosing and treating AMD. Don't miss a moment of your grandchildren's youthful wonder because of poor vision. Learn more about vision-saving preventions and treatments. Call the Foundation Fighting Blindness today at 1-800-BLINDNESS for a free packet on reversing or managing AMD. Or go to the website fightblindness.org where you can find so much helpful information. Call 1-800-BLINDNESS today. That number again is 1-800-BLINDNESS or fightblindness.org. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off-the-grid mobile survival bug-out house that's well-equipped and custom-built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement, you bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family's survival to survivalistcamps.com. Hi, this is Joshua P. Warren, author of The Poor Man's Paranormal, and you're listening to The Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. I'm not going to give the fifth dimension joke again. Somebody wrote a message on our forum saying that when I mentioned that what happens is Randall can't use the fifth dimension because he'd have to say his name backwards or something. You know, like Mr. Mixes Pitalik, the character from the Superman comics. And he says he didn't think it was so funny, but he laughed. He stopped yeah, playing the show yeah. and laughed. I remarked, make sure he doesn't spit out his coffee. Well, especially if you're sitting in front of your computer. Because yeah. I, did, I did that about two weeks ago. I, I breathed in some foam off of my latte. <laughs> It was, it was not a pretty sight. Uh, fortunately, it didn't get down into my keys, but uh, it was. Uh, I needed to get the uh, screen cleaner out for that. But yeah, you guys are absolutely right, um, Steve. Totally for sure. I mean, we know for a fact that there were secret projects by the Air Force on all sides of the war, and then following the war, uh, they came out with even more of them. So they had the big skyhook balloons that were big, gigantic silver balloons that would expand out in a almost like a disc shape. And then they, they had the SR-71, the Oxcart, the U-2. And uh, there's been reports released where they say that up to half of the reports that they got about UFOs were of actual secret military aircraft at the time. So, sure. Yeah, now they're talking about an alternate space program. 
Right, but I don't know about that. (laughs) That's where my skeptical side starts to go. uh, I might, you know. But unless you're on the inside, you can only see little bits and pieces, telltale shreds. They're very good at secrecy. Our government is very good at secrecy. They're into all kinds of uh, cruel and uh, uh, dopey type charades. And uh, we only see the shreds. Well, sure. I mean, some stuff you can keep secret, but other stuff is a lot harder to keep secret. Like a secret space program would be just pretty much impossible to keep secret for this long. Like we know for that there's stuff out there that we haven't seen and they're working on stuff that we're unaware of. But if, you know, we had ships out there that were big enough to go to Mars or whatever like that, people could see those literally with their own telescopes. You know, civilians could detect them. They've got technology now, at least DARPA was where where aircraft can mask themselves, become invisible. And if DARPA was working on it, then you you wonder if it hasn't been applied into uh, actual technology. You have to ask yourself, there's been a lot of uh, sightings of triangular aircraft. Or traveling at uh, phenomenal speeds, or just be within the last, I think, really actually the last 30 years, it's become very predominant in the UFO field. Are these our secret aircraft or something else? You know, well, I think they some of them probably are, are our aircraft. You're making a really interesting point when you start talking about camouflage and active camouflage because. We haven't had that technology for all that long. We still haven't perfected it. And yet we still get reports like the one that you were talking about earlier, where the craft seem to morph in shape. And some sort of active camouflage could really explain that, you know, rather than saying, well, you know, it's coming from another dimension or it's morphing in and out of our reality and getting into this sort of mystical side of it. Well, you know, this just could be some sort of technology. Since land, as you rightly point out, we're working on it now. So who's to say that some other alien technology that's you know several thousand years ahead of us, or even a few hundred years ahead of us, maybe not even that far, they could probably figure that out and make it look like a lot of these really unusual cases where you get morphing craft and shape shifting and invisibility and that sort of thing. Then you got to get into legends of uh, psychic phenomena, and a lot of psychic phenomena does seem to be paranormal. You know, it's something that's coexisting alongside of our own everyday existence. Well, maybe. Then again, you got the the whole thing where people now they've got a device. It's actually out in the public domain now, where they can project sound into people's. Heads. It makes it sound like it's coming from right inside your head, and they can do this yeah. from a distance. And they've actually used it in advertising and stuff in New York City, where you, you can stand outside on the sidewalk, and if you're just in just the right spot and you're watching what's going on through the big display window, you can hear inside your head what's going on, but nobody around you can. And so that would be very easy to misinterpret as some kind of psychic thing, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, except that a lot of the psychic phenomena goes back to uh, early part of the century and uh, the last century, you know, psychic phenomena as such. You know, at one point, it's either either we learned how to uh, tap into the different psychic energies 
and are using them. But, you know, we are, weren't always around. It was our military just started back in uh, what late 30s, uh, certainly in 1947. Uh, right. Was a turning point. But psychic phenomena has existed for, they tried this with uh, uh, remote viewing and uh, staring at goats. And, uh, you know, what, what became first, the chicken or the egg? You know, and I, I think I, I would say the egg existed long before the, the military chicken took it under its wing, so to speak. Personally, I do think that people have some sort of natural, maybe for lack of a better term, psychic ability. We have intuition. We have a certain sense about things. But at the same time, if we're talking about alien visitation and the ability to be able to broadcast sounds into people's minds, well, if it's true that they've been around for generations themselves, maybe a good portion of the more outstanding psychic cases can be explained, not by our own ability, but by the implanting of thoughts into our head by the aliens themselves. And I know that sounds kind of weird. We can do it now. What would be stopping some other alien race? Well, you know, uh, uh, Randall, the government is doing all kinds of uh, experiments and mind control. You, you go back to the time when they had MK Ultra, and we're doing some weird things with mind control there and hypnotism and oh, yeah. LS, LSD. Our scientific technology, no matter if it's used by our government or special corporate interest, progresses each month. And, you know, remember uh, uh, Kurzweil, wasn't he talking about the singularity? Right. And he says we'll probably arrive at the singularity maybe anywhere from 2030 to 2040, somewhere around there. That's because the progression of technology, there's a term for it, it happens very rapidly. I don't it know increases how increases logarithmically. So yeah, there, and there's another term, EO, EOL or something like that. I don't know how you feel, but I, I feel almost like a uh, bacteria in a petri dish. We're controlled from TV commercials down to uh, suspicious uh, shootings. Uh, where these these kids hear voices in their head. Somebody told me to do it. The targeted individuals that claim we've got a whole class of people that claim that they're controlled. It's a scary picture. Well, this you technology know? I was talking about came out of the Defense Department. So, I mean, we know that they like to uh, mess with people's minds. They have psyops. You know, we've had Alexander on. He talks about that. He was in it and participated in some of that stuff. So, you know, who is to say that if they want to, uh, have some foreign leader assassinated or, or something that they would get out there with their little projector and, and come across as, uh, you know, this is God speaking to you. You yeah. need to. Uh, I believe that it's called Project Blue Beam. To me, I'd like to, I'd like to dig into it and find out what's going on. And that's what I do on my website, bring out a lot of these arguments and let the chips fall where they may, you know. I don't try to prejudge a lot of people because a lot of people don't, have an inside track on this now some of them have worked at wright patterson i'm reading a book now by a lady who had worked at wright patterson and she had uncovered a lot of information about some of the underground sites there and how the uh, supposed roswell debris was brought there and how some of the scientists she actually named some of the scientists that were involved in it from uh, uh i think it's called Project uh, originally was called Project Spook or something like that. 
that was before Project Saucer, actually. Oh, uh, really? Which, that would have to be, yeah, that goes, that would go way back to, yeah, before the sort of the U.S. Air Force got involved. Yeah. And uh, she's kind of uh, showing a lot of details that we weren't, had, had known because she had worked on the base and different people she had talked to. Uh, she pretty well says there was something going on. More to come, Steve. Gene and Randall, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. The IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes... Take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax management hotline now. 800-503-8625. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. As is our want when we have to do a quick break. We have more to talk about with Steve Erdman, and we caught him in the middle of some conversation. Maybe you want to pick up on that. Go ahead, please. The lady that uh, had worked at uh, uh, Wright-Patterson had discovered a lot of things that other researchers were talking about about the under the under uh, underground uh, tunnels and uh, where the debris had been taken some of the uh, scientists that were involved in the middle urge on that on Wright Patterson and how they uh, got involved and were interested in analyzing the fragments so that kind of opens a question that uh, there was some alien going on there 
and uh, with the Roswell crash. And and there were actually some uh, generals that had uh, verified that uh, there was a crashed UFO. So which ones do you remember? Because like, I don't think Heidelberg didn't. I really... think on the next break, I can run up and get the book and I can probably speak more intelligently on it and give her name and everything. I'll tell you what, I want to ask you one question before we get to that. Steve, have you ever read the book Roswell in the 21st Century by Kevin Randall? I've read some Randall's articles and written some book. Re- I've One book he wrote, I, re- I wrote a book review on. And uh, since then, he's he's he, he went over some alternatives. He pretty well felt that something happened there. And then I think lately he kind of says it's just too it's just too much of a mystery. He kind of throws his hands up and says, "There's no way we're ever going to know." Randall approached Roswell's a cold case and tried to reevaluate the evidence, which is difficult because everyone who was there is no longer here. And he came to the conclusion that certain aspects of the case that were given credibility before, like bodies seen in connection with the crash could not be verified, not that they didn't happen, but he couldn't verify them. So in a sense, he's throwing up his hands saying, there are some elements here that I can't verify. And as a result, at this point, something happened, but we don't know what it is. We don't know if it's a spaceship, a test aircraft. We don't know. Go ahead, please. Yeah, well, I I believe that was his conclusion. You know, of course, some of the skeptics jump on it and say, oh, yeah, see, he doesn't know. So it must be a a bunch of baloney, you know, and uh, that is not exactly what he was saying. But I believe there was some he brought out some testimonies. I believe it was Brigadier General Exxon, who he he had knowledge of the uh, crashed UFO and the humanoids. It's, it's a pretty wild, I mean, it's a it's a pretty uh, strong statement to make. You know, of course, now he's passed away, and uh, all he had was that one uh, video of him saying this. Uh, but uh, something happened there. Something definitely happened there. I think, is yeah, I'm pretty sure that we can be certain that something happened there. Exactly what, we can't be entirely sure. But it would seem pretty unusual for the time. I don't think it's that easily swept under the rug, but uh, you know, say back in '48, then when they did did the estimate of the situation according to Ruppelt, the guys then they they concluded that these craft are real, that they're probably interplanetary. They thought in yeah. those days. Yeah, this this lady speaks about that. Uh, next break, let me go run up and get the book, and I can speak more intelligently. Uh, yeah, there was a special report 14, and they laid it right out on the line. And now the Pentagon took issue with it. They didn't want that publicized, and uh, they tried to keep it quiet. But it, it's come. The reports come out, so we know there that the, the uh, there was a faction uh, in uh, Project Saucer that uh, did a very serious study. It was special report 14. And they they laid it right on the line. Their uh, estimation was they were extraterrestrial. So we can. When does the one animal enter into picture and the other animal exits a picture? You know, uh, somewhere along the line, these two realities meshed. Our government projects, our own secret projects, and possibly extraterrestrials. At least that's the way it looks. 
that's exactly how it looks. And, and personally, I think that's exactly how it is. Well, Gene and I tend to, to maybe be on opposite sides of the extraterrestrial question in terms of ET being uh, interstellar, like from another star system. Yeah. yeah. We're not so that's, sure about that. Well, I tend to think that's the best explanation that we can come up with at this time. Well, this kind of partially gets back into the ancient astronaut theory, but it does. It would take some uh, some the entities wouldn't need mechanical spaceships to come here. In fact, they couldn't use mechanical spaceships to come here. They travel the, those uh, gargantuous light years. They 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 wouldn't be using if they could travel from that multiple light years away to come here. They wouldn't need a machine. Well, they, I, they would be using some type of thought travel, tr- thought, uh, quantum, uh, you know, uh, uh, ability to be there by thought. Oh, kind of like in uh, the movie K Pax. No, you know, with uh, Kevin Spacey. You no, ever see that? I wouldn't yeah. use that movie for a comparison. What? Uh, what is that's the, what happens uh, there. They, the, you know, the aliens beam their consciousness into uh, a mental patient. Well, it just the the implausibility of anything mechanical, uh, mechanical ship traveling the gargantuan uh, uh, distances just to come here. Uh, The alternate was the the source is much nearer, is around us. And that's where you get into Keel and maybe Valet. The source is here, right next to us. It doesn't have to travel anywhere in mechanical spaceships. Uh, That. They've always been here, maybe for for eons. They've been here, uh, right along at our, uh, next to us, uh, alongside of us, and been in, inspiring us or controlling us or however you want to put it. And uh, we've tapped into that. Uh, at the you know, they probably know a lot more about metaphysics than uh, uh, our government probably a lot knows a lot more about metaphysics now. If they did contact this reality, but this is speculation. You know, it's my best best speculation. You know, but uh, uh, so you're I, talking kind of a, like about an, an alternate reality or what some people might call the you know transdimensional hypothesis. Ultra ultra terrestrials or. Uh, in the sense that Don Keel mentioned is ultra terrestrial, they're here. They've been here for a long time. They're probably more, uh, in some respects, an earthly phenomena because they're so close to us uh, than they are an extraterrestrial phenomena. But uh, I don't know. Well, that gets sort of philosophical, doesn't it? And uh, yeah. you know, I suppose we could get a little deeper into that. But uh, just just on the, uh, you know, what we do know is that. There are planets around other stars, and they're talking about building a ship now, um, an unmanned ship that can go to the nearest one, which is only 4.2 light years away. And uh, I was just watching this really good scientific uh, uh, video on YouTube. There's a whole documentary about it. It's really quite interesting. So, you know, maybe maybe actual alien, biological aliens aren't coming here, but you know, something like a, a remote type ship with an artificial intelligence, a machine type ship. That seems perfectly possible to be technologically even. It could be one of the uh, sources uh, for UFOs, but I, I just think the way they uh, uh, demonstrate themselves, they're more like uh, poltergeist activity 
a global poltergeist activity. They are very mischievous. Uh, they do very. Uh, they seem to very be very ghostly like type a magic type object. Of course, that's a conclusion Heineck came to. If you read a lot of his material, he he believed they were M and M material and magic. Right. And, uh, but then you get into the same thing as we were talking about earlier, where if you've got some sort of active camouflage and the ability to project, you know, thoughts into people's minds, well, uh, you know, we're getting that technology now. So if they've got it, then it, it would be pretty easy to make us think it's something magical when it's really not. It's something technological. Let's break it there. Steve, Randall, and Gene, you're in. The Paracast. Attack of the Rockoids has been well-received by critics and readers alike. It's a -a thrill-a-minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Most people in today's economy are taking a roller coaster ride with their investments. With Vantage Point Software, you can remove that dynamic from your investment strategy once and for all. Vantage Point has spent the last three decades perfecting an artificial intelligence process that you can put to use today to take advantage of market fluctuations and make money no matter which way the market moves. Vantage Point Software analyzes massive quantities of data all around the world in seconds so you get the information you need to make the right decisions to optimize your profits. For a limited time, Vantage Point is giving away a free market forecast that will show you which stocks are about to take off and you'll be able to use this forecast immediately. Text NOW to 411411. We'll send you a link to your free market forecast so you take back control of your financial future with Vantage Point Software. Text NOW to 411411. Text NOW to 411411. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and sling bows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow. A new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Bags under the eyes, crow's feet, fine lines and wrinkles are things adults complain about as they age. Now there's Instantly Ageless. It works in minutes and is great for men and women. Here's a clip from the Rachel Ray Show testing the results of Instantly Ageless. Board certified dermatologist, Dr. Whitney Bowe. If you're looking to try to turn back the clock on a budget, you know, in the privacy of your own home, but actually there's some recent technologies emerging, almost like changes the behavior of the skin while it sits on the skin. She went off to try a product called 
instantly ageless. Yeah. Instantly, you could see a difference. Even the cameraman were like, wow, look at the difference. Yeah. I mean, but I would definitely use this product. This product, within minutes of applying it, it was actually a very dramatic rejuvenation. Try instantly ageless today at GCNlife.com. That's GCNlife.com. 30-day money-back guarantee and preferred price discount at GCNlife.com. That's GCNlife.com. Bacon lovers, we ship free. Try our amazing bacon. No refrigeration required. Proprietary value-added packaging provides 10-year shelf life and protects the leanest, thickest, center-cut, fully-cooked bacon in America today. Ready to eat right from the pouch or warm and serve. Savory and delicious. Wholesale price for your everyday use. Order today at readytoeatbacon.com. Readytoeatbacon.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So Steve went to get some information to present on a show, and I said to him, you're back? <laughs> yeah. The book's written by uh, Irena McCammon Scott, Ph.D. Irena Scott has been on the Paracast. Yeah, we've had her on. Well, then you She's probably know about her, about her book, some of the things she said. Her, the book I'm, hand me, I'm reading now is uh, Sacred Corridors, a secret behind the real Project Blue Book, Wright-Patterson Air Force Base, Roswell Batelli. Memory Middle, Dr. J. Heineken, UFO uh, cover-ups. And she pretty well knows her stuff. So if you had her on, you probably got, got a wind a lot of this rest stuff already. Well, you were saying that in there she mentions that there were some, and I think this is what we were talking about before, there were some um, generals or high-ranking people in the military well, that the had access to this and were, were essentially almost like whistleblowers. And, and that part... I, I, uh, I didn't recall. So you were going to look that up. Yeah, they were for Batelli, and they were called in to uh, investigate fragments. Was uh, Bertram David Thomas, Lloyd Jackson, William Reed, Perry J. Ripel, uh, Arthur Westerman, Herod C. Cross. Now Cross has come out and mentioned already by. Uh, the other Roswell books, there was Vernon W. Elsley, Richard J. Lund, and they all seemed to be concerned with the investigation at various uh, sites on Wright-Patterson, where they they primarily did metal, metallurgy uh, study, uh, back engineering and things. And so, what's their relationship there? To does it say, does it mention their rank at all? And well, these weren't; these were just scientists. Oh, okay. Because earlier they were scientists, we were saying that there were well, yeah, like generals a, a, and stuff. A Brigadier so. General Exxon, uh, right? Of course, that's been on; that's been pretty well publicized. Uh, they're talk; she's talking a lot about uh, uh, SR fourteen, the project there, and how it uh, came to conclusion that they were dealing with extraterrestrials, but. Uh, 
these uh, metallurgists, uh, the the only the only purpose they would have had on there, uh, she traced it back to uh, various facilities there, uh, where uh, they did this kind of work for Batelli. And uh, you know, if you if you had her on the show, you probably got a lot of went a lot of this already from her, because. Uh, this is a 2019. Well, how long ago did you have her on the show? This oh, Gene, what was that? A year or two ago? Something yeah, this like book's 2019. Okay, we'll have to check that out. Yeah, and it's a recent book. Uh, because, like, w- when we were talking about the uh, estimate of the situation, that was back in, you know, the the late 40s, and that's when General Hoyt Vandenberg was overseeing all of that stuff and he just threw it all out like said this is ridiculous it's well he didn't necessarily say it was ridiculous he said it there was a lack of of proof or what he called proof and so that's what kind of put rupelt off he says well what do you call proof you know how do you define that okay Irena scott was on with kurt collins on june 17th 2018 she was on with randall July 30th, 2017. So, of course, a new book. We've got to get her back on. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. She, it's pretty detailed. Uh, she's really gotten her stuff together. Uh, I'm not finished with the entire book yet. So, I, I you know, it's, it's only it's a disadvantage to me. But uh, she mentions Balisca. Uh, there's something called the Pinnacle Memo. And uh, apparently, uh, a lot of the metallurgical studies are are, are mentioning that uh, there was a uh, there was a very early Project Stark before Project Sign, and it already had been involved with the metallurgical studies. Uh, uh, sh- Let's see, let me quote some things here. Uh, She said, uh, I received a typed version of this article, which appears to be a first draft of the article, The Pinnacle Letter and the Batelli UFO Project. That's the title. The draft article I received was titled The Pinnacle Letter by Jeannie Zedman, Michael Swords, and Mark Rittiger. Uh, these were different. Uh, there were d- uh, several differences between the article and the one that was later published. Even before the Pinnacle letter was written, there was f- first a handwritten draft. Both appeared to be preliminary drafts of the of the of the Pinnacle letter and a Batelli UFO project. They published in the IUR. Uh, there were differences among three drafts, and what was said and not not said may give uh, some more information about this study. Uh, and she goes on and on. So apparently, there's a, quite a bit of information that's all, that uh, pretty well points up. There was a a, a, a strange craft had uh, crashed, and uh, the the debris was studied at uh, Wright Patterson and as a special project. Uh, it says the leaker of the Pinnacle memo must have been an insider who had the necessary clearances and knew those involved. This is because the questions at the bottom of the document ask, how did a second copy, the one in Kufuf's file 1992, get there? 
What was its origin? Who typed it? How many other people have the letter? Document adds, Mark said someone, Dave Jacobs, also has a copy. It obviously took some trouble to make a second copy, and the copies that were leaked were not the same. Okay. Pos- I, right. Sorry to interrupt you there. I think you're uh, here. I thought you were saying pinnacle. Uh, you're talking pentacle. Pentacle. I'm sorry. Right. right. The pentacle memorandum. Okay. Yeah. So I think, you know, quite a few of us are fairly familiar with that. And I think uh, Gene might remember this, uh, be able to confirm this, is that I think when we had Jerry Clark on or one of the other guess maybe it was kevin randall he said that that, you know there really wasn't anything to that it was just kind of a standard memo that was written back and forth as part of normal procedure and then ufologists have tend to kind of blow that out of proportion yeah i'll know more about it when i finish the book but uh well at least it it had a suspicion that there was something in the wind that they they were covering up that seemed to be the uh the yeah, upstart that's, from yeah that's what they want to make it sound like but from you know the other side of the debate is that well it was just kind of there and nobody really thought much of it until somebody found it and decided to kind of blow it out of proportion but you know i it, 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 let, let me ask you this you know before when, the question okay. will be asked on our next segment with steve erdman gene steinberg j randall murphy UFO, secrecy, government intervention, you're in the Paracast. You are listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. Anytime, any place, anywhere, radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media. At home, at work, in the car, on smartphones. Over 90% of consumers still listen to radio every week. That makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make. Email advertise at GCNlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. Do the letters IRS give you anxiety? I'm Dan Pilla. I've defended people from the IRS for more than 40 years. My book, How to Get Tax Amnesty, created the tax resolution industry and is responsible for helping hundreds of thousands of people. It can help you, too. If you're a non-filer or facing IRS enforcement right now, your case is unique. You need real help, not cookie-cutter advice. My clients get my personal attention. Buy my book at danpilla.com and get a free consultation directly with me. That's danpilla.com. Let's start solving your tax problem right now. USA Radio News with Wendy King. And I always like to jokingly say, may the best woman win. Senator Amy Klobuchar is campaigning for the Democratic presidential nomination at the South by Southwest Festival. Klobuchar says she's joking, there's no litmus test. Many of them would be good, but I think that um, competition is good. And there is plenty of that this weekend. Senator Kamala Harris and Beto O'Rourke are among those in Austin, as well as Senator Elizabeth Warren, who took a swipe at Bernie Sanders. Bernie has to speak to what democratic socialism is. Uh, you are not one. And I'm not. And the centrists have to speak to whatever they are doing. Don't forget, daylight savings time is beginning once again. Most Americans are springing forward, turning their clocks ahead right at 1 o'clock. 
Arizona and Hawaii are the states that opt out of daylight saving time. This is USA Radio News. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-854-1055. 800-854-1055. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-854-1055. 800-854-1055. 800-854-1055. Would you like to get back that full head of hair from years past? Introducing Reveal from GCNLife.com. Beverly Hills dermatologist Dr. Nathan Newman invented Reveal, which contains polypeptides with natural botanicals and no parabens, sulfates, silicones, or dyes for a salon-quality hair growth product, Reveal. Here's Dr. Newman. I have treated a lot of patients who lose their hair and they lose their confidence. We've created a unique set of polypeptides, which we call HPT6. The HPT6 contains the polypeptides from six different plants. The scalp infusion treatment should be used on wet or dry scalp. The Reveal hair care system is designed to be used for men and women alike. Get Reveal at GCNLife.com with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So try Reveal today at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Plus a discount up to 25% off for Reveal at GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. This is Kurt Seven, the author of UFO Mysteries, and you're listening to the Paracast. Some listeners still do not know we have something called Paracast Plus. It was originally designed just for those folks who don't like to hear commercials. We understand that. In fact, if you look at TV shows, they now measure what they call the Live Plus 3 and Live Plus 7. These are the people who watch on DVRs and they skip through the commercials. And people do that with our show, too. We hope you'll be interested in the advertiser's product, but we understand what's really going on. If you really want to get a version of the show free of the network ads, and we have more to come, go to plus.theparacast.com for information, plus.theparacast.com. We also offer the exclusive After the Paracast podcast. Never know what's going to happen next. Gene Randall and Steve, let's continue. What was your uh, uh, final estimation of uh, her testimony? Did you feel that that she was just another blowhard or she had uh, actually had some substance behind her? Oh, I think she had some substance, definitely. Um, I think it's all in how we interpret things, but uh, I liked her as a guest. I was going to ask you uh, just before the break there is that, you know, even if we get these memos, for example, like the estimate of the situation is sort of considered to be almost like the holy grail of ufology, where these experts and technical people within the Air Force did conclude and put it in writing that they felt that the UFO phenomena represented an extraterrestrial phenomena. Even if we get the memo, 
the skeptics are going to say, well, this, these are just documents. What we need is the ship because yeah. documents don't prove anything. I don't think you ever get a ship because of the nature of the phenomena. It, it's more uh, quantum physics, not something that the old-fashioned uh, flying saucer or the, some of the early science fiction flying saucer movies, you know, really did a disservice, you know. I don't think you're dealing with something that we have a, a grasp on. You know, it, it's very, very uh, ghostly type magic type thing uh like i said it, it, it's comparable to almost like a poltergeist activity going on around the globe uh, at the same time very physical you know how do you explain uh, and i know some of the poplar theories on the cattle mutilation but some of them are pretty doggone weird i mean uh, and they're almost as weird as just normal ufo sightings you know they do strange things the cattle uh, that's been going on for uh over 60, 70 years now, they still report cases, bizarre cases of cattle uh, having their blood drained and, and rabbits being, uh, having their blood drained and heads cut off and things. Well, and of course, cats. Um, our previous co-host, Christopher O'Brien, is he's written pretty much the definitive book on that subject now called Stalking the Herd. And so if you really want to know about cattle mutilations, pick that up because Christopher O'Brien is a fabulous researcher and he gets himself out in the field and gets down and dirty and in the muck with it and really his best to get to the bottom of it. And even he wasn't able to get to the bottom of it. You know, he says there is definitely something weird going on, you know, amid all of the natural explanations and mundane explanations. It definitely goes beyond just your your mundane everyday possibilities in some cases if they're to be believed well it's too physical a phenomena having very bizarre aspects if the military's doing it they really cover their tracks literally i mean some of these cattle been found out in uh, the snow and or uh, a muddy area with absolutely no footprints at all it's physical. I mean, they found one cow with his head cut off and a scalpel. It's, it's not just predators. So, uh, no, there's definitely something weird going on out there. And then, and then of course, um, when we were talking about the skeptics there a little bit earlier too, you know, you, you, they'll practically write almost anything off. And prior to the show, when we were just getting ourselves set up uh, the other day, we we got into talk about sort of politics in the paranormal and the, the sort of culture of denial amongst the skeptics regarding pretty much all of this stuff. And that kind of speaks to your, the name of your blog, the dissenter magazine. Yeah. Dissenter dissenter was a little uh, back when uh, Gene and I were acquainted it was a little magazine I put out. It didn't last very long, but uh, I kind of held it close to my heart. Just the memory, and I, I renamed it uh, my Facebook and also my uh, my uh, uh, website under the same name. You know, back then uh, the uh, the big thing was the Kennedy assassination, of course UFOs and things like that. Why did Maybe, you call it the dissenter? Just the dissent. You know, I was dissenting uh, some of the uh, official uh, 
proclamations, you know, by like Kennedy uh, being uh, shot by one person and, and the government had nothing to do with it. You know, well, of course, the evidence as it accumulates over the years shows says very well there was more than one person. Uh, if it even was Oswald, and uh, it was a very well planned uh, military uh, military type psychops operation. Yeah, uh, it was pretty weird. I mean, some people have connected it more recently and to the UFO phenomenon, in that there is supposedly a memo that JFK wrote. I'm, I'm not sure if you've heard of this, where he asked NASA to provide to him all of the information that they had. On UFO sighting. Yeah. It was only very shortly after that that he got assassinated. Our presidents don't know a lot about the dark side of intelligence. Uh, it's kept from them. That's the whole thing. They're very good at that, keeping the underbelly uh, hidden. So much dirty politics is going on. Uh, even our presidents aren't able to get to the bottom of it or even allowed to know anything about it. Like I say, sometimes I get the impression I'm just a bacteria in a petri dish, just uh, kind of scratching at different theories and trying to publicize them and trying to ask for more information. That's about all one can do unless you get people like Arena come along. And even then, like you say, it doesn't seem like she's really gotten to the bottom of it or even tells much yourself to people who are serious ufologists in this there's just too much out there to say that nothing's going on who oh, are yeah. some of who are some of your favorite ufologists out there the ones you think really have put in their time and paid their dues over the years well i think jock valet is i had a recent critic take him to task and like I say, he's been a uh, on a, uh, in the chairmanship, I believe, for the uh, Society for Scientific Exploration. But this friend uh, uh, of mine, Dave Schroth, is a barn-bred cynic. Uh, of course, he's been that way since 67. We recently met with uh, Dave Muller on his trip to St. Louis where he was telling us, show, telling us about the documents in his library. Muller said, you know, why don't you invite Dave uh, Schroth because he had met him before. I said, I'll invite him. I said, but I don't know if <laughs> it's going to be a pleasant event. So he came and he was his usual, uh, a very cynical self. And then after uh, Muller left, St. Louis, he, he sent his, Mueller and myself some material. He was criticizing uh, the term that Mueller, actually it wasn't Mueller, it was the university that took his archives. They labeled him a positive, uh, skeptical believer. Now, as most of you know, the Paracast is not the only paranormal radio show that we do. We have a second show. It's called After the Paracast. And it's different because it runs on without commercials. There is no censorship in terms of the language used, but it's only available if you subscribe to the Paracast Plus. For more information, go to plus.theparacast.com. Once again, that's plus.theparacast.com. We offer rates as low as $1.49 a week, $4.99 a month. So if you go for five years, lifetime, we give you free stuff, such as ebooks and other stuff will be coming and will be announced to learn more go to plus.theparacast.com plus.theparacast.com and by the way steve erdman will be back on this weekend's episode of after the paracast so join now plus.theparacast.com
We will break and get back with Steve Randall and Jr. in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. Do you need a website? Well, you can get a great deal on hosting services with Namecheap's legendary coupon code. They're offering substantial hosting discounts on shared hosting, business hosting, VPS hosting, reseller hosting, and even dedicated servers. Namecheap is preferred by millions. It's backed by a money-back guarantee. Use the coupon code LEGENDARY to cash in on the special deal at Namecheap.com, Namecheap.com. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at Rockoids.com. That's Rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com. Complement your health with hemp-derived cannabinoid oil. We've always believed that the closer to Earth, the better it is for our bodies. Our hemp-derived cannabinoid oil is phytocannabinoid-rich, full-spectrum, and organically grown. Finally, hemp made easy, clean, and effective. GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. That's right, we cut through the red tape. It's now available at GCNHemp.com or call 877-878-4203. Most of you know that heart disease is the number one silent killer in the U.S. What if I told you for just $54.95 a month you could fight against heart disease naturally? At Heart and Body Extract, we've been helping thousands of people get back to a healthier heart. Don't just take my word for it. Check out all of the success stories at hbextract.com. Or to order, call 866-295-5305. That's 866-295-5305. hbextract.com. Don't risk it when you can take charge of it. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1-800-919-5435. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-919-5435. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-919-5435. 1-800-919-5435. We pledge allegiance to one flag, and that flag is the American flag. 
Did you know the official national American flag has never been manufactured for retail stores? The one that Americans fought and died for. The one symbol that represents our Constitution. Now you can be a part of this great movement that's never been seen before. Together, we'll recapture America. Call 1-877-383-4777 or visit theofficialflag.com. Theofficialflag.com. This is Robert Hastings, author of UFOs and Nukes, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. Gene Randall, Steve Erdman, coming along with a great discussion. Take over, guys. Well, to finish what I was saying about this uh, David Froth, major skeptic, he uh, was trying to find holes in uh, uh, different arguments, as he usually did. And he brought out the fact that Jacques Vallée wrote for Psychic Man back in the 80s, I believe, an article on the Willamette Pass, Oregon uh, UFO uh, photograph. Back then, Jacques Vallée, you know, being open-minded and exploratory, said this could possibly be a photograph of a UFO materializing and dematerializing. Well, they pointed out uh, that it was disproved to be a photograph of such. Okay. So he was blaming Jacques Vallée of being an idiot, uh, unscientific and whatever. But as it turns out, uh, the organization which uh, Jacques Vallée belongs to, that's uh, Society for Scientific Exploration, in another uh, volume, I believe it's volume 7, number 2, on pages 173, 198, that group debunked, finally debunked that photograph and said, no, yeah, the photograph is a, a bad explanation for a, a, a UFO. In fact, it had something to do with a street sign, I believe, or a, a roadside sign. So Valet actually uh, acknowledged that. This uh, happened much later than the Psychic uh, Magazine uh, article. There's no reason why Dave Schroth shouldn't have known about that, rather than attacking Jacques Valet, but he did. It just shows you how skeptics can be equally wrong, equally unscientific, and uh, you know, e- equally uh, mistaken. So, uh, skeptics, a lot of skeptics have this mentality. Dave, uh, I, back uh, when uh, I had my little magazine, somebody from New Orleans called uh, Thomas, Thomas Air A. Fair, Fairbanks wrote me a number of letters, and we got in correspondence about how he was part of a homosexual church down there and we knew but he because of that he he had gotten involved with a lot of the uh uh conspirators like david fury and uh some of the people down in new orleans that were involved in that community that uh plotted against kennedy we corresponded for a while and it seemed very plausible so i wrote a little blurb uh in uh the center uh, quoting this Fairbanks, and of course Dave tore into that, saying it was uh, put on. I was lying, and I've got the letters upstairs. Fortunately, they weren't destroyed in my garage damage, which I had several years ago, uh, and I'm having them recopied now. And they're handwritten letters by Thomas Fairbanks, which was acknowledged in a book by uh, 
the lady that wrote the book on Garrison, the bibliography of Garrison, it's mentioned in that book, Thomas Fairbanks was in that community of of people that knew uh, Ferrari and all those people down in New Orleans. So here again, the skeptic was wrong. You know, and to this day, he says, I'm a liar. I don't have such letters. I got them. I'm, they're upstairs. They're being copied right now. Yeah, post uh, them here on again, your blog. The, huh? Yeah, you could post them on your blog. Yeah, when I when I get them copied, I'm going to uh, put them uh, uh, actually on a story, as well as the letters uh, that I had with uh, David uh, Davidson. But here again, a skeptic is wrong. And he's not nice about it, you know. He calls me a liar, and he, but they have a they have a, a narcissism in their mentality. It's it's a I think it's a, a mental defect myself <laughs> that a lot of these skeptics have. They they have narcissism and they don't acknowledge it. Of course, a narcissist never acknowledges they're wrong. Well, it's always know, somebody it's, else. It's easy to be a skeptic too, you know, because I I do both. I, I, you have to be skeptical and you have to try to look at both sides, but I find it much simpler to be a skeptic and just say, well, how do you know that? Where's the proof? What's the evidence than to say, well, what do you think it could be? And what are some of the good reasons that you think it might be something other than something Monday? Because that makes you have to think, you know, being a skeptic is generally taking the easy way out in, in my view, when it comes to this phenomena. And a lot of these people aren't investigators. They don't uh, put all the legwork in. Can you imagine how many uh, interviews uh, Jacques Vallée has done in his UFO research? And he's traveled the globe. Uh, even Heineck did a lot of legwork. I don't appreciate this uh, new uh, Heineck uh, series on TV. I think it does does his reputation more damage than it does good. You don't like to see J. Allen Hynek as an action hero? <laughs> no, I think if they just would have portrayed his life true, true to, uh, as best as they could, you know, it, you know, rather than yeah, all, yeah. all the hokey uh, uh, dramatism, you know, and then at the very end say, oh, yeah, this was a true based on a true case. You know, let's just tell about the true case, you know, <laughs> you know, add some dramatic music, you know, I find a good actor like they have. And tell a true case. You don't have to do all this hokey stuff. You know what? It brings in good ratings. The ratings are really good. It's among the top 10 or 12 cable shows. Ahead of all the cable news networks like CNN, MSNBC, and Fox. Ahead of them. Way ahead of them. And on the live plus seven, the rating doubles. That's where seven days after people watching on the DVR. So that looks like... Whatever you think about it, whatever I think about it, yeah. the show has a future. Well, I have to confess, I use I, I, I kind of liven things up on my website with photographs and different sensational things, you know. Oh, well, sure. But but uh, it, it's a, it's a supposed to be an intention getter. But but then when I write something, it's factual, you know. I mean, I don't try to. I try to present a pro and con. This is a good points about it. This is a bad points about the theory, you know. And here's maybe I'll throw in my conclusion, you know. But I don't try to make it absolutely fiction. Almost, <laughs> I say that. What, what do you say? That series is about. You get you get about three minutes at the end on the factual basis, and the rest it's all about. Uh, 
some kind of a invented dramatization, you know. Sure. So. Yeah, well, then on the flip side, they, they, there's been a couple of interviews with Hynek's son and who says that, you know, his dad probably would have uh, thought it was pretty entertaining and just sat back with a bowl of popcorn and, and uh, you know, because Hynek himself did seem to be very personable and quite relaxed about things when you see him in, in interviews and stuff. That, and, of course, he did the cameo in Close Encounters. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, oh, you may, you might be right. I don't know, but uh, you know, so I, yeah, the audience tends to get mixed on that. And personally, I could go either way. I'd love to see a really good documentary for a change that it would just stuck with the facts. But I don't mind some fiction thrown in because ufology. There's a lot of culture in it, and it it really it can make it more fun too if you kind of know some of the real background and stuff as well. I guess it all depends on. Kind of what mood, kind of mood you're in. Do you remember the uh, UFO documentary? I think it was called Unidentified Flying Objects. Uh, it centered, I guess, basically around the 1952 uh, Washington D.C. Uh, uh, flap, and uh, it, it had d- d- dramatic moments. But it was it was like a, a play by play of events that actually happened. You know? Yeah, and, that would be and, cool. Especially well, it, with today's modern, you know, the way we're able to put special effects into things now. There's, yeah. well, they could was, really, really do some fabulous stuff with that if they yeah, wanted it was, to. This was an actual movie, I believe, from back in 1953 or somewhere around there. And uh, you can bring it up on YouTube and watch it. And uh, that was an interesting movie. And at the end, they showed actual photographs like the Utah uh, video and the uh, Tremontan video, and how, what the analysis was, you know, and uh, that was a that would have been one way to do it, you know. But uh, our, in our modern day and age, Hollywood handles things uh, in their own peculiar way. So, you know, so, you, so, so yeah. we've mentioned Jacques Vallée and Joseph Hynek. Um, of course, uh, you and Gene both come. From back in, you, you were witness to the the golden era, pretty much. So, what did you ever run into Richard Hall, or what do you think of Richard Hall? Well, I never ran into him. I know Gene did. So I've I've read his book, but uh-huh. what did you think of him, uh, Gene? Okay, we've talked about that before. I know this was written up in Saucer News around 1965. Ray Palmer wrote about it. In 1965, in Flying Saucers magazine, he had an article entitled, No Investigations Can Actually Proceed, which spells NICAP. I guess our listeners, if they don't know about this, are wondering what's going to happen next. And I will tell them, Steve Erdman, Gene Steinberg, J. Randall Murphy, that means you're in the Paracast. for listening to GCN. Be sure to visit GCNlive.com today. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items and entails t-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast jumbo tote bag, all sorts of t-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great t-shirts, fabrics, 
and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children, stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. Do you feel like you're losing control over your finances? If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services and take advantage of the Fresh Start program and new laws that may allow us to negotiate a settlement for the lowest amount possible. Our team of tax attorneys and enrolled agents can stop collections and get you protected so you can take control of your financial future. Tax Mediation Services is accredited by the Better Business Bureau. Call now for a free case review and a price protection guaranteed quote. Call Tax Mediation Services now at 800-301-5435. That's 800-301-5435. 800-301-5435. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. My personal cliffhanger. I've talked about this yeah. before. Okay. Actually, I visited Gray Barker in Clarksburg, West Virginia, took a train out there, and I helped him run his offset machine, which never worked properly. Went to Washington, D.C., and spent a few hours at night camp as a volunteer. Met Major Kehoe, ran Richard Hall. Then, I don't know, a year later, whatever, went out there again to Washington with Alan Greenfield, Rick Hilberg, old friend of mine, Marty Salkin. I don't know whatever happened to him. He vanished from my life in terms of losing touch with him many years thereafter. Walked into NICAP's headquarters. They were, it was located, by the way, off DuPont Circle, in around the same location where Clatu was shot down in the day the earth stood still, the Michael Rennie version. Okay? Oh. Don't know why they picked that. They picked it because it was not expensive. And Richard Hall opens the door and says, with his pointed finger shaking at me, you're not welcome here. What happened? I think at that point I had become a full-time, not full-time, but a almost full-time employee of Saucer News as managing editor and still going to school on the site. But I got paid good money. The money I got paid then, if it was transferred to today, it'd be like $70, $80 an hour. It was $5 an hour. But you well, see what inflation good. has done with us. Anyway, so our group went back to the hotel. We called Ray Palmer because we had visited him, several of us, and I had formed an acquaintanceship with him. And I asked him, what do you think we should do? And he said, look, I'll write up something about it. Jim Mosley wrote up something about it and then started this movement called Hall Must Fall. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, really? <laughs> you know, I took it less seriously. Ten years later, went to a UFO convention in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Everybody was there, rich and famous. No, all the UFO people I interviewed, 
I might have interviewed Dr. Heineck then. I've interviewed him a couple of times and met him otherwise a couple of times. I met up with Richard Hall, shook hands with him, and he let bygones be bygones. We were both older, more serious, and what happened then was water over the dam. I only regret I couldn't get Richard Hall on the Paracast before he died. Now, what really was interesting, and I mentioned this in the show before, Steve, I also met Carl Lorenzen of APRO. Do you remember her? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, Jim yeah. and Carl Lorenzen. Jim was a nice guy. Carl looked at me and remembered something I did with an old UFO magazine where I ran something that she had put in Fate magazine using, I guess, fair use, which is what was involved, and objected to it. And that was, what, 10, 12 years earlier? And we ended it agreeing to disagree. She still kept that in her mind when I met her. Oh, you're the guy who... Anyway, that's the way it is. Yeah, it just seems there's a lot of pettiness involved on both sides. Uh, I would say fanaticism on the part of the skeptics, but people are do do petty things. You know, I, I, I often look back on your Caveat Emptar as a well-balanced magazine done very professionally. And uh, it's a shame that you couldn't keep it up. I like to get some back issues because mine were destroyed, all but one or two, in my garage fiasco. We had uh, where the garage ca- uh, roof caved in, and we weren't uh, attentive enough, and the weather just came in and destroyed so much. But uh, I reclaimed, I, I, I salvaged some stuff. I got it in a new shed, but a lot of it's been lost. Well, I think Gene's got some of this online, don't you, Gene? There's a website with some of those back issues. You can get quite a few of them now. They are all online. Yeah. Every so issue all, all is online. Them. I think if you look it up, it was scanned. And if you look it up, it's in PDF format, I believe, which yeah. means you can actually print it. Print it. But, yeah. I mean, there's so much stuff out there that there's, like, almost like warehouses full of case files and stuff. You know, I, well, I don't know that we can get any more information or that we even need any more information out there because there's so much of a backlog to go through and create some kind of a really decent database from that. And nobody's done that yet. I mean, do how, how many more cases do we really need to go? Hey, you know, okay, it's real. It's happening. Yeah. And I think uh, this uh, McCammon, also says uh, explain how the Air Force at one point, at least Project Sign, wanted to do that, uh, and that was mentioned in uh, uh, Report 14 too, how they wanted to set something up like that. But uh, no, who knows? You know, I, I, you don't you don't know what what's enough information and or what isn't enough information when it comes to uh, research, scientific research. You know, do you exclude some things? Or do you not exclude some things? There was a book uh, that I reviewed recently. Uh, it was with 14 essays that uh, Robbie, what's his name, was the uh, was a author of it. It brought up different, very opening up new channels of investigation and why the old ufology is falling behind. Robbie Graham, Robbie Graham, just put that in the uh, Google and it'll bring up everything. They, they felt that our, 
the reason we're not getting enough answers because we're we're not asking the right questions. And uh, uh, he felt that if we uh, there was a new there's a new age a new science coming and it has a lot to do with quantum physics and parapsychology, a new science on on the horizon that the, some of the old scientific outlooks just aren't adequate enough to encompass everything going on in the UFO field. Well, that's kind of interesting that you'd mention that because uh, recently we had a, another guest on it, Kevin Beagle, who we'd never had on before, but he made a really interesting point. He's uh, with something called the UFOI team, and him and his group go out and investigate the paranormal and UFOs. And he said one of the things that he does is he writes down stuff about himself, not just about the witness. So in other words, he'll say, well, this is what I had for breakfast. This is the altitude that I'm at while I'm investigating this. This is uh, what, how, if I'm on any medications, that sort of thing. Because, and, and this really kind of hit me in a way, because normally we think of all the information we want is about the object, the thing that is seen out there. And then maybe a bit about the witness, but the investigator yeah. themselves are just as much a part of the whole uh, phenomena, really, as the as the phenomena itself, in a way. Yeah, they, this is what uh, Robbie Graham uh, uh, brings out that uh, when there's a UFO sighting, there's certain things going on that we don't even ask about uh, experiencer uh, uh, happenings uh, of the cider. I think Fate Magazine one time had an article uh, by an author. I, it's in my destroyed batch, but uh, the article was about when a, a sighting is happening in a neighborhood or a flaps going on. They never ask about other phenomena happening in the same neighborhood at the same time. A UFO sighting, was there a cattle mutilated? A UFO sighting, was there a haunting in the neighborhood, a poltergeist activity in a neighborhood? What other things were going on at the same time? Yeah, that's really important. You know, like I and and now it's time for my little poll here that I've been taking of everybody because this has absolutely to do with exactly what you're talking about. Before the, you the go question, on, Randall, Randall, we have about thirty seconds left. Okay, and let's I think do we that should hold this in the next then. segment. We can do after the break. Now, yeah. I should mention here in terms of not asking those questions, I have made a big deal of it to Jan Harzan of MUFON on several occasions. Not that I expect him to do anything because I said it. I mean, who listens to me? I mean, they listen to me on the radio, but that doesn't mean they follow what I say. Go to plus.thepowercast.com. Let's see if they do that. But to be sure, let me repeat that URL again. Plus.thepowercast.com. Okay? Write it down. Gene, Randall, Steve Erdman means you're in the Paracast. Attack of the Rockoids has been well received by critics and readers alike. It's a thrill a minute story you'll never forget. A former U.S. military intelligence officer is haunted by intense dreams about a beautiful woman pleading for his help after a terrible battle in outer space. But the dreams turn out to be true and thrust him into a telepathic love affair with a woman whose faraway planet is intent on destroying the Earth. And now the gripping tale continues in The Coming of the Protectors. 
It's the second book of the Rockoids trilogy, a galaxy-spanning adventure that pits our hapless heroes against powerful, fanatical enemies that threaten the lives of freedom-loving beings everywhere. Attack of the Rockoids and The Coming of the Protectors, classic science fiction at its best, available now. For more details, visit rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. The Genesis Communications Network is one of America's premier broadcasters of captivating talk radio. We thank you for listening. Now, just imagine, there are thousands of people who are just as passionate about radio as you are. But what you may not realize is how easy and affordable it is to advertise with us. Radio commercials for your business could be heard on hundreds of radio stations across the U.S. every day. We can help you by creating an effective radio advertising campaign for your company. From script writing to producing your commercial just like the one you're listening to right now no other network provides the level of customer service we do when it comes to radio advertising we are your one-stop shop and no matter how big or small your business is we can help email us and advertise at gcnlive.com and an experienced advertising executive will help you take the first step towards driving more customers to your business or website advertise at gcnlive.com easy affordable effective this is George Dory from Coast to Coast AM and History Channel's Ancient Aliens. We support the amazing energy, nutrition, and skincare products from Jeunesse. Jeunesse products are designed by leading doctors in their field with natural ingredients and even stem cell technology. These products help your body perform and look better. Shop Jeunesse at GCNLife.com or call 1-844-443-6637. GCNLife.com or 844-443-6637. Pain in my neck, back, and shoulders has really gotten worse. Relief for body pain is here with Sunny Bay Heating Pads. Well, the last thing I want is to take another pill, so what's so good about Sunny Bay Heating Pads? Sunny Bay Heating Pads, made by Biomed DB Design right here in the USA, come in all sizes. Our extra-large microwavable heating pad for back pain is designed to be large enough to cover your entire back. It's also perfect to wrap around your legs, knees, or shoulder and neck. But I need to know they're good quality. Of course, Sunny Bay heating pads and pillows are often an Amazon choice and it's easy and most affordable when you purchase your Sunny Bay heating pads right from our website sunshinepillows.com or call us 253-678-1361 Hey, a Sunny Bay heating pad would make a great gift, right? Yes, and they start at just $19.99 and free shipping is available. So call 253-678-1361 or shop for your Sunny Bay heating pad at sunshinepillows.com Has your body ever gone low blood sugar feeling weak, shaky, knowing you better eat something fast? We all know high blood sugar can lead to many metabolic problems. At GCNteam.com, we have a healthy blood sugar pack. Focusing on the structure and function of stable blood sugar, find us at GCNteam.com or call 877-878-4203. Nothing feels worse than unstable blood sugar. Call 877-878-4203. That's 877-878-4203. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And don't forget to visit our famous Paracast community forums at forum.theparacast.com. So, Randall was about to begin something, a discussion, and we want to hear more. 
Right. I've been doing this little poll of our guests. And just before the break, we were talking about all of the different various types of phenomena that might go together in a particular type of experience. So like the ability to seemingly vanish, invisibility, shape-shifting, strange lights, uh, maybe UFOs, hauntings. Do you think that there is some sort of singular common denominator that is maybe orchestrating all of these phenomena? Well, it gets into consciousness question. What is consciousness? And uh, a lot of like the essayists that uh, Robbie Graham uh, hooked up with, they felt it's a multi-causal phenomenon. There's, there is no one straight answer, uh, but we need to ask the right questions and maybe open our, our field, our perspective to encomp- encompass a lot of other questions. First of all, there's a new science on coming up. It's, we're going by old scientific uh, 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 visions or aspects. There's a new science on the verge. What has to do with quantum physics, and uh, uh, we're not taking that into account. Some researchers are, but most of them believe that we're still back in a uh, a time when uh, we visualized uh, aircraft flying around. You know, ones that has wings and engines and everything, and uh, that must be what the UFOs are. I think our military is a progress way beyond that. Uh, they have secret projects that are asking these questions and maybe even finding some solution. They're not even the public has just been kept totally in the dark. How about you, Randall? I think that's a really interesting response because um, we get we've had that similar response from other guests as well. We have um, it seems to go one of two ways. There'll be people that go, yeah. I think that it could all be tied to some sort of advanced technology. Uh, Not necessarily, as you were mentioning before, all of the psychic stuff, but maybe a good portion of it, along with the UFOs, uh, Bigfoot uh, hauntings, where you've got things like levitation going on, and which demonstrates sort of an anti-gravity thing. So we've got the people who are kind of on still on the side of, I think what you were getting at kind of the nuts and bolts explanation with technology. And then those who are saying, well, I think there's more to it on the consciousness side. The common denominator of course, is the witnesses. So that's where you get people who've looked into it like uh, John Mack, for example. And so he'll, you know, he he'll say, well, one of the common denominators is the extraordinary energies that seem to be involved, or the perception or the experience that something very powerful is happening in terms of energy. It makes sense to me. Before we go on, I just want to say that we tend to look also at, a, I think, a unified field theory of UFOs, meaning that we have several types of phenomena that are ordinarily regarded separately, UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, etc. But, and this goes back to the questions asked before, organizations like MUFON don't look for anything else. The UFO is thought of as a singular event in and of itself, external to the witness, unless the witness is unreliable. So the only testing they do is to look at the possible reliability or unreliability of the witness, and then evaluate the sighting as a separate thing. There's no participation of the witness. They don't ask the witness, 
they had any other experiences other than UFOs, of course. Anything else weird in your family, in your household? They never ask. If someone volunteers, they'll take it down. But they're not asking those questions. They're not asking about the Bigfoot. They're not asking about the ghost. Each of these things is viewed separately. You have the ghost researcher. You have the Bigfoot researcher. You have the UFO researcher. And kind of subdivisions like ancient astronauts, abductions, etc. But if all of these things have the same root cause, is it what we think they are? Are ghosts spirits of the dead? Is Bigfoot a lost species? Or something that escaped from a spaceship? Are UFOs spaceships? Is it all just the creation of our minds? Where we use our cultural influences to alter the reality of what we see in accordance with that culture. End of rant. That was a really good rant. I like how you put yeah. that, the sort of unified field theory of Yuval. And, uh, and it echoes what uh, our guest, I just mentioned uh, before there, Kevin Beagle had said that, yeah, you know, when they go to investigate something, they've got a psychic, they've got someone who's into hauntings, another one who's into Bigfoots. And if something strange happens, well, the Bigfoot person goes, well, it, it was probably a Bigfoot. They can do that. Or the person who's into afterlives can say, well, that's a poltergeist phenomena manifesting itself. So each area of, of the paranormal seems to, the people involved in it seem to want to attribute the whole thing to their particular area that they're interested in. And of course, I, as a ufologist, am no different. I, I go, well, it can all be attributed to an, an, an advanced technology, alien technology. So I'm just as guilty. But, but which one makes the most sense, I guess, is the next question I would ask. Yeah, Jacques Vallée uh, pretty well th- uh, summarized it as well. Uh, there, was, I guess Kiel did too, that there was a, a controlling intelligence behind it all. Uh, kind of manipulating mankind for whatever reasons it has. And of course, like in 2001, uh, even Hal couldn't comprehend what the intelligence was trying to say. So it's bigger than all of us, right? And uh, definitely. Fortunately, if our science progresses, and maybe if, when we do get to the Kurzweil's singularity, uh, we'll have answers to some of this. I don't know. I just don't know. Well, I think Kurzweil might be a little bit too optimistic about that. I'm not convinced that uh, we can just download consciousness into a machine because we still don't even know what consciousness is yet in terms of what it's made out of. It seems to be its own own thing, like something fundamental unto itself, like electromagnetism or something, but not electromagnetism. Yeah. So, I mean, how can we be so sure that we can download it? Yeah, we can see telltale signs like uh, C.G. Jung, the uh, psychoanalyst, brought up the uh, reality of synchronicity. I've encountered that, and it's really bizarre. And it's uh, almost as if uh, people are tapping into an uh, Ash, what you call it, Ashkadic record. Right. And, Akashic. Uh, the Akashic, Akashic record. Yeah. And uh, the bits of information are uh, are, are seeping through and, and coordinated with events. I, I, I can show, tell you one event I had. I've had Let's her. talk about that event soon. I'm looking at my Akashic record here. 
and it says, we are going to pause for a few moments to take a piece of business. It doesn't say that. Gene, Randall, and Steve Erdman, you're in the Paracast. Thank you for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. By now, you know that wireless technology like cell phones do, in fact, pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blocket Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality, American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. I started fighting the IRS over 40 years ago when they tried to seize my mother's house. I sued the IRS and won. I beat the IRS then, and I've been beating them ever since. I wrote the book on tax debt settlement, and I've helped thousands of people deal with tax problems they thought might never be solved. I can help you too. If you owe taxes you can't pay, don't wait another day. There's no such thing as a hopeless tax case. Call 800-34-NO-TAX or go to my website, danpilla.com. That's danpilla.com, danpilla.com. USA Radio News with Wendy King. Two small tornadoes touched down briefly in Arkansas nearly a week after 23 people were killed in Alabama. Meteorologist Allison Chinchar says it's important to be prepared for twisters. If there are tornado watches issued at any point throughout the day, please make sure you have your safe plan in place. If you live in a mobile home, get out. You are safer in your car than you are in a mobile home. If you live in a mobile home, make plans ahead of time, say perhaps with a friend that you can go stay with who lives in a non-mobile home. If that's not an option, an easy solution, head to your closest library. Up to a foot of snow is possible in the upper Midwest and northern plains along with blizzard conditions. Daylight savings time is upon us once again. Most Americans will spring forward, turning their clocks ahead one hour at 1 a.m. Arizona and Hawaii are states that opt out. This is USA Radio News. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-399-6392. 1-800-399-6392. That's 1-800-399-6392. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. 
I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-213-9264 Call right now before it's too late. 800-213-9264 Hey, this is Marie D. Jones, the author of This Book is from the Future. And you are listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. People who say I tell bad jokes, bear in mind, this is not a joke. It's just a stupid comment. Bad I have a piece of paper here. I had to do something with it. But some people just, like that. Just jokes. remember your prohibition. You can't say bad things on the air. Wait a minute. We can't say anything on commercial radio, and that's what we observe. We also have a second radio show after the Paracast, part of the Paracast Plus package. And let's just say it's uncensored and leave it at that. Randall? Okay, so we were just coming back and talking about synchronicity and how it might be uh, tied to something like the idea of the Akashic Record. Yeah, it may be a clue. Young... uh documented a lot of uh, interesting uh, incidents. I had one myself. I've had several, but the one that comes to mind, I was out of work. I think I lost my job as a boiler maker, and I had drove out to a big bin to a uh, company out there and put my application in, but just feeling miserable generally because I had had to go back into court uh, because of losing my job was another modification. I think I had a total of six modifications. Each one is like a separate divorce. You know that. So anyway, I'm driving uh, back into the city on Big Ben, and uh, I uh, turn the radio on, and it's Kenny Rogers singing, you picked a fine time to leave me, <laughs> Lucille, just as we pulled up to the intersection of Big Ben and Lucille. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. In kind of a downer way, but it's still kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorite songs, by the way. Well, doesn't though it's something like an acastic record? I mean, what does that say about freedom of choice or free will? I mean, it seems rather, you know, like a, kind of a fatalist kind of thing. If everything's already set out as in some sort of, um, you know, memory space in for the past, present and future. Then you know how do we get any notion of free will out of that? Yeah, just shows your how little we know about uh, consciousness and what it is. Uh, I mean, I, there's so many little examples you could bring up. Uh, how about the chicken that ran around ran around live for about four years with his head cut off? Yeah, I don't know if I've even ever heard. You're not serious, yeah, are you? Yeah, it's on my. <laughs> it's on my. Uh, website excuse me excuse me i thought you were talking about the u.s congress well that's another good example there 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 you're getting some really idiotic behavior but we don't have time to go into that okay so how about okay other ufologists uh okay everyone's heard of donald kehoe and of course he was worked with richard hall 
you did some good work. Did did uh, you ever have a chance to interview or meet Kehoe? No, I never did. No. How about uh, well, James well, I McDonald? Take that, I take that back. Oh, okay. We uh, at Graham Ch- in '67. 1967, Heineck gave a speech at Graham Chapel on Washington University campus. This is where I got into a big, another big disagreement with David Schro. Uh, I, I wrote a little uh, comment section in my uh, dissenter uh, summarizing what uh, Kehoe had said. And he had said in there uh, that uh, he felt the pheno- a UFO phenomena would be as a uh, a phenomenon that uh, is beyond our current science, but eventually, uh, as we learn more about the phenomenon, it'll become it'll become part of our uh, current science, and that it appeared to be very uh, abnormal, magical. So I wrote write this up, and then Dave Schroth comes in my house, and I'm quite you know he had been at the lecture too. I guess he heard things that I didn't, and vice versa. So. Uh, uh, I said, Dave, what do you think of my uh, column on the, on the lecture out there? He said, you are a goddamn liar. Now, this gets back to the, the narcissism of uh, skeptics. So I Did he uh, say that on, on the show? <laughs> no, he said that to my face at my house. No, so, I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know if we're allowed to say that on the show. I'm not oh, sure. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, yeah. Gene? That word, the D word can be said. Okay, so hey, it's, we can it's say, other can words say, that. Well, let's just you know not push okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Continue, okay. please. Be out of there then, and we'll carry on. <laughs> so, uh, uh, is, is it, I wrote an article. It's on my uh, website concerning this very episode and how how I st- uh, had in, uh, researched Dr. Heinick's sayings over the over the over the years, and he pretty much uh, everything he's written pretty much backs up. Uh, what he said at that lecture, and I don't mention Dave Schroth by name in it, but uh, he is the uh, pinnacle uh, culprit in that article. Uh, many years later, going through my debris out here in the shed, I found my note that I used, I based it on from the uh, lecture. Luckily, I found that, and it's it's in a short uh, two sentences, I guess, I, or one sentence. I, uh, gives uh, gives a, a summation of what Dr. Heineck said. So I I have that vindication, and uh, I've been looking for people that might have recorded that lecture so we can hear word by word. But I have never uh, I had never uh, uh, discovered uh, a video uh, uh, taping or anything. But here again, it shows the nature of skeptics. And far back as 1967. Schroth had this uh, very deep, ugly, uh, narcissistic uh, cynicism. And I think a lot of skeptics have this uh, embedded. You know, when I write an article like I do for my WordPress uh, Com 507, I, uh, I try to balance each article. Sometimes I'll just let base it on what the author says and let it go. You know, so this is what the guy believes. Fine. You know, with me, it's some interesting material. Sometimes I'll interject myself in there. Sometimes I'll find some opposing viewpoints and inject that in there. But I don't have this deep, ugly, uh, I'm going to get you (laughs) kind of attitude, you know, uh, because somebody believes in something, I'm going to take the exact opposite and I'm going to do it to the Mth degree, you know, but uh, this is the way it is. You guys mind if I mention my uh, website? Oh, by all means, yeah. It's uh, part of why you're here. 
Sure, say yeah, anything uh, you want. I'll send uh, you the invoice later. <laughs> I think he's taking me seriously. Okay, it's a TT, uh, TTPS uh, colon slash slash WordPresscom 507 dot WordPress.com. And he'll bring up all my uh, material that I've been working on uh, outside of Facebook. And then UFO Digest, which I, uh, Robert Morningstar, I write for his group too. And different groups in uh, Alternate Perception magazine have written for them. And uh, we've also got that link on the forum as well. If anybody wants to go to the forum into our question bank, there is a direct link right from the forum to get there. Okay. And, uh, okay, so, you know, one of the things that is common about some of these people that we were talking about, Hall, Hynek, Valet, uh, Kehoe, and uh, I was going to mention Frank Edwards, another one from the day, well, and Gene Steinberg, all you guys actually got paid at one point to do this, which is really quite fantastic because a lot of us out here in the field, we just do it because we are interested in it. We love, we love the field. We find it fascinating, but we don't make any money off it at all. So it's really quite amazing that, that there have been some people who make a pretty good or have made a pretty good living off it in the past. Just to clarify, we're going to break in a moment. Just to clarify, we do receive advertising income to some sort. We do receive subscriptions from the Paracast Plus. And one of the reasons why we promote Paracast Plus, other than the value of a commercial-free version of the show and the After the Paracast podcast, is that it's a way you can support the show and get something, a benefit for whatever you pay for it. And we'll get into more details about that later in the show. But since it was mentioned, but for the most part, nobody makes any money or much money from UFOs, even book writers. Nick Redfern writes lots of books. If he didn't write lots of books, he couldn't live on that salary alone. More to come. Steve Erdman, Gene Steinberg, J. Randall Murphy, you're in. The Paracast. for listening to GCN. Visit GCNlive.com today. As you know, neighbors, web hosting can be pretty cheap, but not all hosting is the same. DreamHost wins best of awards year after year. You get unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, and even the low-cost plans put your sites on high-performance SSDs. Want to know more about what DreamHost has to offer? Go to technightowl.com slash host. Once again, that's technightowl.com slash host. First came Attack of the Rockoids, and it was a critically acclaimed success. And now there is the coming of the Protectors. A former military intelligence man is contacted by a space woman in a dream. A dream that turns out to be a nightmare, because evil forces on our distant planet are planning to conquer the Earth. This is gripping science fiction of the classic kind. Attack of the Rockoids and the coming of the Protectors. Find out more at rockoids.com. That's rockoids, R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S, dot com.
Many people believe they don't control their own destiny. Let them continue just getting by while you make the choice to do something about your future. Imagine working from home, earning the income you deserve. Just visit startlivingyoung.com and click on the Be Your Own Boss tab. Discover Juness, a state-of-the-art global health company with over a billion a year in sales. They'll provide all the tools you need to succeed. Visit startlivingyoung.com today and click on the Be Your Own Boss tab. Your destiny awaits at startlivingyoung.com. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon you'll need a plan and place to survive. Forget bunkers. You're not a live underground gopher. You need survivalist camps, the ultimate fully functional off the grid mobile survival bug out house that's well equipped and custom built to outlast any other RV or trailer. Bold statement, you bet. See them now at survivalistcamps.com. That's survivalistcamps.com. Trust your family survival to survivalistcamps.com. Hunters, anglers, campers, and survivalists. Get back to nature. Expand your horizons with the highest quality, most versatile, unique slingshots and slingbows on the market at slingbow.com. Slingbow products are compact and models start from just $17.98. They're perfect for your bug out bag or storing in your vehicle. Give yourself and your loved ones the excitement and tradition of Slingbow, a new frontier in archery and truly modern twist on this primitive survival tool. Feel the thrill only at slingbow.com. Jake was in big trouble with the IRS. He owed how much? $92,000. Ouch. And the IRS left no room for Jake to breathe. They put a lien on my house, took all the money out of my bank account, took money out of my paychecks. So it was a nightmare. He needed help fast. I figured that all these companies were the same until I called federal tax management. You could just tell they knew what they were talking about. Right then and there, I felt like I had some hope. Stop the liens, levies, and garnishments fast and qualify for one of several special IRS programs that could reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. So, how'd it go for Jake? They did what they said they would do. They came through for me. I ended up saving an unbelievable amount. I was so jazzed. (laughs) I was extremely happy. If you owe more than $10,000 in back taxes, take Jake's advice. Give federal tax management a phone call. If they help me, they can help anybody. Call the federal tax manager hotline now 800-503-8625-800-503-8625-800-503-8625 anytime any place anywhere radio remains the most intimate of all forms of media at home at work in the car on smartphones over 90 percent of consumers still listen to radio every week that makes choosing radio as a place to advertise your business one of the best decisions you can make email advertise at gcnlive.com and partner up with an experienced GCN representative. Advertise at GCNlive.com. Easy, affordable, effective. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. We're closing out here, folks. One more segment with Steve Erdman. Let's go on. Randall? Right. Yeah. And uh, who else have we got nowadays? We've got, uh, well, Richard Dolan. He seems to be making a pretty good go of it with his publishing business there. And, you know, the thing is, people will be very critical of people who, when they are successful enough to be able to make a go of it, then it's like, oh, they're just in it for the money. And it's like, I don't really see that no ufologist is perfect you know everybody makes mistakes i've made mistakes i've been wrong about things you know dolan has maybe 
exaggerated things or embellished things a little bit in the past, uh, just out of his own interest in it, I think. And, you know, everyone, I think, no matter what field they're in, might be a little bit guilty of that. But it doesn't mean that we all deserve to be completely, what's the word I'm looking for? Well, jaded, skeptical, cynical. The point I want to emphasize here is that we understand scientists get paid to do what they do. Sometimes they get grants and they can get extra money. They have to get paid. They have a family to feed. Dr. J. Allen Hynek got money from the Air Force. He got money from his regular gig. And his family is probably getting money from that TV show. Okay? So we understand that. And Scientists, uh, anyone makes money. Your doctor makes money when he or she treats you. Does that mean he's going to give you more tests because he makes more money? Well, some doctors do, but that oh, right, that but med- most don't. That doesn't mean medicine should be written off as as uh, inconsequential or invalid, you know. Just because, you know, there are some people who maybe don't portray themselves as as well as they should doesn't mean that the field itself is invalid. I guess that's the point I was trying to make. But we've got another one, and I guess this is kind of uh, more recent. We've got George Knapp, who's he's been in it for quite a while, and he's done a really good job, actually, of making a living as a reporter and being involved in ufology. What do you think of George Knapp? I wish him well. <laughs> I don't know what to say. How about all of this To the Stars Academy stuff that he's been involved in and that? What do you think of that sort of, that, all that stuff that's been in the news? I really don't have any opinion on George Knapp. He's got some interesting things to say, but uh, I enjoy a lot of his, uh, his uh, interviews and things that he uh, he does on tv uh, if he's found some way to make money on it I, I guess that's great you know well he's done it as a living like as a legitimate reporter for a news station for years and really has been given that hard a time about it yeah to get back to uh scientists and how they're they're involved you got to remember capitalism is uh, um, one of the major components in the UFO field. Uh, Robbie Graham, uh, Reframing a UFO Debate, was the name of the book. Uh, one of his uh, essayists, uh, Ben Jayas, I believe, points out how capitalism does come into play, how it controls a lot of UFO studies. Like you say, they're scientists. They, they have bosses. They make livings. It takes money. And it's all uh, various uh, components of capitalism. We, here again, we don't realize how the capitalistic philosophy controls a lot of the things we do in life. Oh, it's Corporat- huge. Co- yeah, corporatism, how it controls. Corporatism is a form of government, just like the federal government is a government. They're very similar. They like to control the public to their advantage. They, well, they like to, to control the government. <laughs> yeah, they sleep in the same bed. One tries to control the other and whatever. They're both they're, they both have the same characteristics of control. That's in, these are all aspects of, of corporatism and uh, the capitalism and uh, uh, the economy. Well, so, what about the idea that, that maybe some of these really big corporate players out there have some sort of privately funded secret program that is able to produce these craft without anybody knowing about it? Independent contractors. Eisenhower talked about them. He called them military-industrial complex. I've expanded on that because it's so much deeper and it's grown so much bigger. I call it the military-industrial corporate complex 
matrix because it grows. It grows every second. It gets larger and larger and deeper and uglier. We've only scratched the surface, and I do what I can in a simple way with my website and my articles. Uh, they probably are just a, a flea on somebody's skin, you know, but I'm going to continue to do it and uh, try to expose it the best they can. Well, I've I kind think- of had a soft spot for the whole, anyone who's into a bit of counterculture, you know, the dissenter, there you go. I mean, what better name for a, a counterculture magazine than the dissenter? That's, uh, that's pretty cool in its own way. Well, I tried to find a unique uh, name for my magazine, something that would stick out. And this is back in 67. So I called it dissenter, disinter, meaning usually it's used to say excuming bodies from the, from the soil, digging okay. bodies up. Mm-hmm. But in my case, I meant it as digging up bodies, but old facts or, un, or unspoken facts. or Uncomfortable facts. Uncomfortable facts, yeah. That's how I meant it. And that's way my, that's my thinking. Everything I it's happened in my life, and I guess I didn't have a very glorious life like some of the people out there, uh, it just proved to me uh, how extensive this monster is. You know, every time I, uh, I do something or go someplace, I bump into it. You know, it's real, you know, and everybody said <laughs> some of these silly commercials about, you know, how they just invade our privacy. You know, the commercials are so idiotic, but they're, they're all phony. They're all phony uh, psychological gimmicks, you know, and uh, we live under this shadow day to day. You know? you know, what bothers me most about commercials and we run commercials on this show because it's on commercial radio stations are the pharmaceutical ads. And I say this being that my late brother Wally was Big Pharma. He was part of Big Pharma. So he would have been happy into it. So they talk about this wonderful drug, and you see people happy on the screen. Oh, Their yeah. lives are complete. And then in the same voice, they read the contraindications, the side effects. Yeah. This may <laughs> cause pus to yeah. come out of your arm. It may cause bleeding. It may right. cause you to throw up. Yeah. It may cause... Lung disease, it may cause you to die. Yeah. Heart failure, vomiting, and yeah. death. Just, yeah. just exactly. to name a few. And they yeah. say it in a straight voice, so you don't notice. And you're well, looking at the of, people on the screen, yeah. and they're just so happy-go-lucky. Oh, yeah. my God, I have a drug that can kill me, but I'm going to enjoy life till it happens. Yeah, or the shampoo, the smiling faces, they're running around frolicking and kissing. This shampoo is going to make oh, your yeah. life like yeah. this. You know, well, there's the whole conspiracy that dandruff shampoo causes dandruff. You probably are. They, I think they even did a uh, an animated movie based on that. Yeah, we're like I say, we're just little microbes here. Uh, We're just being uh, pulled and tugged on and pigeonholed and uh, all these masks. Even in religion, you know, how many religions out there like Scientology? Now, I I hope that doesn't get you guys into trouble. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's an opinion if you want to express your opinion. I mean, and it's related to to actually to alien possible visitation and psychic stuff, all kinds of weird stuff. We don't have enough time to finish it. Steve Erdman, one more time. Promote your stuff. Go ahead. Well, it's it's a, a website, and I also have Facebook. If you guys uh, uh, want to friend me on Facebook, uh, just send me a friend request. But the uh, website that I have that gets into a lot of this from different various aspects, and the minute I get your tape, uh, Gene, I'll put it on there. 
uh, highlight it and put it on a, a, in a special uh, spot on the website. It's https colon slash slash wordpresscom 507 dot wordpress.com and you'll see all my stuff come up there and uh, as soon as i get yours gene i'll put it on there you can find us on twitter look for the paracast on twitter look for two paracast fan clubs on facebook and then let's not forget the paracast plus the best way to support the show go to plus.theparacast.com once again that's plus.theparacast.com Prices begin at just $1.49 a week, $4.99 a month. If you subscribe for five years or a lifetime, you get free stuff. If you want the free stuff, you got to get that longer-term subscription here. Go to plus.theparacast.com, plus.theparacast.com to learn more about the Paracast Plus and the After the Paracast podcast. You never know what's going to happen next. Steve Erdman, old friend. Good to talk to you again. Thank you for joining us on the Paracast. You're welcome. I've enjoyed it. The Paracast, featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien, is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in... The Paracast.